Hey there, I'm Sister Catherine Herms, author of Surviving Depression and Reclaim Regret, How God Heals Life's Disappointments. And it's great to be able to spend these next few moments together with you. I believe that we need more than information to heal our souls. And so we begin as we always do, by inviting ourselves in, within, to that inner space, that inner sanctuary, to leave behind anything else in the world that worries us, that gives us anxiety, and to settle deep within ourselves, in the core of our being, into that tabernacle space where Jesus, where the Trinity, abides, where we truly are home, always at home, in that home that is truly a heaven, there where we are vulnerable to, to the love and the grace and the goodness of God's gaze upon us. We can visualize a favorite image of God that we have, maybe from a psalm or, or an image of Jesus from the Gospels. And as we settle into that image, we absorb the emotions that it makes us feel. We absorb the sense of closeness with God. We allow God to move within us, and we take on the gifts of His presence. And we settle into a deep stillness, and we open our heart. Today's podcast is called Bless and Do Not Curse, How Love Preserves Your Spirit. And it's a personal story I'd like to share with you. It begins with the words of my dad. I love you, you know that, I'm sorry. You know you're my dearest daughter. The words were soothing, forgiving, as I rested a moment in my father's hug. It had been a long week and a lot of work as we prepared their house to go on the market and my parents to move. I love you, you know that. All my failures rushed over me. I hadn't been able that week to plaster over my own broken humanness with a schedule of prayer and community and work. Instead, I saw me, me in the raw, tired, unable to rise above the frustrations of the moment, the worry, the fatigue, the sleeplessness. I love you, you know that. Yes, I knew that, and I forgot that. I had for a moment been more in touch with the anger of not being heard, the stress of needing to get things done, the exhaustion of living through circumstances that bewildered and drained my spirit. I love you, you know that. We all have our own experiences, great or small, 
long or short, of situations and relationships that drag us down and whose toxicity breaks our spirits. Later that week, as I lay awake before returning to the convent and to my ordinary sister schedule, I absorbed what I had seen grow in myself in those short ten days of work at my father's side. The first was vulnerability. I learned it is okay to cry. I was in touch with my vulnerability, my weakness, my feeling of not being enough, and it called out love from my dad and my mom. Too often, I try to go it alone, to be perfect. What I need instead is to be loved and to grow in a loving tenderness with my own needfulness. The second lesson was inner silence. In a harried and hurried culture such as ours, in which we don't take the time to think with more than our emotions, silence, even by itself, can be healing. It lets us reconnect with our deepest spirit, to listen to what is said to us from beyond, beyond this moment, beyond this world, beyond what we can figure out, beyond ourselves. The third lesson was deliverance. The drama of overwrought circumstances can open the door to the enemy to push his way, his way into the whirlpool of our straying thoughts and disturbed emotions. As the evil one enters into our straying thoughts, he stirs up memories and passionate desires. He agitates our heart and he introduces ideas that drag down our spirit, driving wedges between ourselves and others. The turbulent motion drags us down, and if we are not careful, we build on this faulty foundation that seems so real and true, and yet is a delusion suggested by the evil one. And finally, love. Love conquers everything. Love that says, I'm sorry. Love that blesses the other. Love that refuses to remember what angers us and instead occupies the mind with dreams and prayers for the other's good. Love that waits. Love that sacrifices. Love that is present, willing to be present. So as you think of a situation in your own life that's stretching you and straining you, a time when you feel you are getting to the bottom of your own resources, a place where you, you need desperately the help of God, when you're trying to break through to that miracle of love and tenderness in the midst of pain or problems, Think of a place in your life like that. How is it that you can be vulnerable, true to your emotions, honest with yourself and with others? And what difference would that make in this situation? How could you find inner silence? 
What would that look like? What can you ask for? What habits might you want to begin to put in place? And deliverance. Where are your thoughts becoming a whirlpool? In what way are your emotions possibly getting the better of you? Can you step back as if you were leaving all of that in a, in a pool or a tornado, a, a whirlpool, and yourself stepping back like an angel and looking at it? You are not those thoughts. You are not those emotions. But the evil one uses them, uh, fires them up in order to get to you in order to drag you down. So how can you step outside of the whirlpool and reclaim yourself, your soul? And love. Love conquers everything. How can you bless the others in this situation? Where could you hug someone and just say, I'm sorry? Where are you called to wait, to sacrifice, to be present? So in closing, I leave with you five easy to remember steps that you can take to preserve your spirit in any situation. The first is slow down. The second, offer silent blessings instead of judgments. The third, reconnect with your own spirit. The fourth, no matter what choice you need to make, do so from love. And the fifth, bless and do not curse. So let's stop here and be still. Let the words you have heard Take root in your soul like seeds. Where is God at work in you? What is his dream for you? Where does he want to help you? How do you feel the stirring of grace over the stirring of emotions? When you imagine God looking into your eyes, what do you see? And if you see anything other than love, you do not know God. And Jesus has something to say to you today. Listen for those words. If there is one thing on which we can all agree, it is that the world needs this soul healing. When we're loved, we thrive. It's that simple. The truth is that you can walk free of the wounds that are binding your heart and suffocating your relationships. Healing and holiness is a process. It's a journey, and you are already on it. But if you were like me, you might need some simple helps along the way. 
I hope you join me on my private Facebook group for weekly video conferences. Just look up my name, Sister Catherine Herms. If you become a Patreon member, you will get immediate access to over 60 videos and audio programs to help you grow in holiness, as well as exclusive content and monthly journaling pages geared to help you on your spiritual journey. So I hope to see you around. Bye now, and may you walk today amid the blessings of God.